Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Philly Stamrios, James Seltzer. is Monday, June the 21st as we come off a disappointing weekend in San Francisco. The Phillies do take one, but drop two of three to the San Francisco Giants yesterday, a 11-2 just blowout loss, never in the game. A frustrating showing from Zach Gaflin, obviously. Frustrating pitching all around all weekend. Um, they do win on Saturday, but lose on Friday. Ultimately, two of three lost theirs. Four of six lost on the West Coast trip, which, you know, sadly we expected, right? Um, but the Phillies fall to 34 and 35. They are four games back in the Mets. Off day today, then the biggest week of baseball of the season up till this point, coming up with two at home against the Nets, then four games in New York. We'll get way into that tomorrow. We'll really look ahead to the week, preview everything, but... For now, let's get to the weekend, and look, uh, I guess, you know, as far as it goes, for one day at least, uh, Philly not the, the Philly's not the uh, most disappointing team in the city. Obviously, last night, a rough night for the Sixers. Their season is over, and now it's up to the Phillies to carry the torch, as, you know, with the Sixers losing last night, uh, now the Phillies are the only team in Philly playing until the Eagles start their season, you know? So until September, it's only the Phillies. Phillies need to carry this city. No pressure, boys. But seriously, you know, I mean, it is, um, and again, you know, a lot of people aren't 4-4, four for four, but a lot are. And when you are, you know, this Phillies team has a lot riding on it for this city. So would be really nice to see them uh, find a way to win some baseball games. As, again, a frustrating weekend. Not surprising. Um, but, you know, it was one of those where when they won on Saturday, you're saying to yourself, all right, I know they lost two of three in Los Angeles, but the Dodgers are a really good baseball team. If they could go into San Francisco, face the team coming in with the best record in the sport and handle some business and win two of three, that'd be, that would say something. You know, that would be a, a really nice spot for this team, a nice step forward. And and yet they can, and, and they continue to 
kind of be who they are, a a 500-ish team that struggles to win on the road and really struggles against good teams on the road. You know, that's uh, what this team feels like right now, where they're at right now, and until they start to break through that, um, you know, it's going to be hard to take them seriously as a real contender to win this division, and much less a wild card, which seems like a a bigger ask right now based on where the teams are and all that. We'll, we'll look at the standings later. Um, but, you know, it was a disappointing weekend. Uh, I think, you know, we expected, not expected because we've watched this team play baseball all season, but we hoped, we hoped that in a series against Gabe Kapler's Giants in San Francisco, the Phillies could find a way. Again, you know, the Giants are a perfect example of what it can look like when a team is greater than the sum of their parts uh, as opposed to this Phillies team, which which constantly seems to to not equal up to the parts. You know, we always talk about the talent and, you know, yes, top-heavy, but that there is top-heavy talent on this team. There are guys you can trust, this and that. And then, you know, you, lo- you see them lose two to three to a, a team with a bunch of guys that, that you know, coming into the season no one expected anything from, whether it's, you know, Donovan Solano or... Brandon Bell or Mike Yastrzemski or, you know, Buster Posey having a renaissance season, you know, and this team's just finding ways to win games. And it's the, the exact opposite of the Phillies. It was really a, a, um, a tale of two teams that you could see over the weekend where one is just fine and, and just getting by. And the other is ultimately completely exceeding their expectations and what they're supposed to be and, and becoming more. And, and that's what you want to see from this Phillies team. You want to see them find a way to rise above the mediocrity that we've been so, so sadly stuck in for, for multiple years now. And, and until we see them win series like this, until we see them go on the road against a good team, a, a West Coast trip against good teams, and come back with some wins, more wins than losses, the same amount of wins as losses, they're hard to take seriously as a real contender, and that's what's frustrating about this team is that, you know, again, with with the talent, with the opportunity, I mean, you look at them compared to the Mets, compared to the Braves, compared to these teams that are competing in their division, it's not like these teams are way more talented than they are. That I would say the Mets are a more talented team, but not way more, and, and same with the Braves. They're, they're all in a similar range of talent. Um, and look, the Phillies are a game up on the Braves right now for what it's worth, but the Phillies just can't seem to put runs together. And, and I think a big part of that is this inability to get going on the road. Uh, I mean, their inability to win games on the road continues to to come back to bite them, and it continues to put them in a spot where they find themselves back in the division. Again, they're four games back, and they're 13 and 23 on the road. You know, you can look at that and say, oh, there's your four games, you know, 21 and 12 at home. That's good. That'll play, right? <laughs> you know, 13 and 23 on the road is astounding. It is almost hard to believe they've been that bad on the road. But they have, and they continue to uh, they continue to to struggle and to lose these games that they need to win, and and thus that's the team that we're seeing. And you know, there's a big week coming up. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. But again, four in New York. If you and I know, look, West Coast is West Coast. You want to start winning games on the road, start in New York. That'll really go a long way here. So we'll get into that later. Let's look back at the weekend that was the disappointment. in San Francisco again. At least they took one. I'll take that, especially on a day where Nola was. Absolutely awful. We'll get to that. Let's go back to Friday, start there, and then we'll look at after, take a look at the standings. Friday, um, just a classic uh, 2021 Phillies loss in a way, you know, just where um, they hung in the game 
um, but just just didn't have enough. And uh, you know, did their classic leave runners on base thing. Uh, you know, had a an error thrown in for good measure. Just didn't uh, didn't play great baseball. You know, uh, continuing. You know, run scores on a pass ball. It was just not the best night. As uh, you know, they started off well. Double homers to start the game. One nothing. Phils. You're feeling good. Um, and then it was uh, three to one uh, Giants by the end of the second inning. McCutcheon a two run bomb, a big shot. As he's been really good, you know. Shout out to Andrew McCutcheon. His twelfth homer of the season is um, really has raised that average, raised that level from where it was before. Has really since May first been a solid player for the Phillies. Um, but uh, ties at three, and then right away in the fourth, Vinny gives up another, and and uh, it's four three, and then it would be five three, and and it's over. Um, Vinny goes four innings. Allows four and three, three, excuse me, four runs, three earned, uh, four walks, four hits, just way too many base runners and four innings for Vinny. Just, you know, Vinny-ish. You know, wasn't quite as bad as he could be and certainly wasn't as good as he's been at times. Just not a great outing. Bailey Falter goes three, gives up one. Um, wasn't bad, though. You know, pitched pitch decent, then Brogdon pitches a clean inning, but... That was it. Just not enough runs, not enough hits, and not enough pitching. Uh, Bryce Harper back in this game. That was awesome to see. Harper goes two for four. That was really nice to see. Um, but really, uh, after the top of the lineup, nothing. Uh, all seven hits except for one came from the top four hitters. Odubel goes one for four with that homer. Hoskins one for four. Bryce two for four. Uh, McCutcheon two for four. And that was it. And an Andrew Knapp single, and that was the game uh, from an offensive perspective. So just not enough. Not enough offensively. Zero walks in this game from the Phillies as well. Um, a lack of grinding at bats, a lack of getting on base, and that's going to kill them. Again, you can't you can't beat a good team with seven hits, no walks, and, and not good enough pitching. <laughs> it's just not going to get the job done, and it didn't. And you know, I think this was the frustrating run because they, they went big on Saturday, and we'll get to it, and it was a nice win because they didn't have the pitching they expected to, but but this was the one that, you know, if you look at the the Sunday game, it doesn't feel like it got away. It felt like the Phillies got squarely, roundly, wholly beat in that game. Um, but this was the one on Friday night where it felt like they, they had a chance. Johnny Cueto, they got to him a bit early. They, it just felt felt like they had a chance in that one to, to steal that one, and then they weren't able to. And, and uh, you know, that kind of plays a big role in where they end up. At the end of the weekend, Saturday, a much better one, uh, though it didn't feel like it was going to be. Saturday started out uh, as uh, uh, an incredibly nerve-wracking game because it was a back and forth early. It was like 6-6 by the third inning. Uh, so, <laughs> seriously, it was actually 6-6 by the third inning. So here's how it went. Um, Scoring-wise, uh, the Phillies score run in the first. Uh, Should have had more yet again, and this was a game where they scored a bunch of runs, so, you know, whatever. Um, but they uh, load the bases. Alec Bohm gets hit by a pitch. Uh, Alex Wood pitches, rides in on him, hits him in the leg, scores a run, but then Alex Wood gets out of it, had the bases loaded, um, but gets out of the inning with only one run, so you're feeling pretty bad about that. Then Nola, it's like, all right, Aaron, pick us up. Uh, first inning, uh, first runner gets on, then second batter, Nola faces. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski, boom, two-run blast. Uh, he would do that again on Sunday. Um, in the first inning, so Yastrzemski, uh, two-run blast, 2-1. Then in the second, Reese Hoskins uh, just back, finally. You know, that homer off Kershaw seems to have unlocked the Reese Hoskins we know and love, and he's back on a heater, which is huge because we know what a what a ice-cold Reese Hoskins is and what a hot Reese Hoskins is, and it seems like there's no in-between. But he goes three for six in this one with two homers, six RBI, a record for him. Uh, as he would make it 3-2 with the homer in the second, then... The Giants come right back in the bottom of the second. Again, Aaron Nola just had nothing. 
in this game. Gives up two there, so it's 4-3, then another. It's 5-3 in the second, and you're feeling like crap, right? The Philly scored three runs in the first two innings with Nola on the hill. With Nola on the hill. Three runs. Let's go. We got this game on lock is what it felt like, and they didn't. It's 5-3 now, and and thank goodness the Phillies offense storms back in the bottom of the third. Alec Bohm RBI single. A Ronald Torres RBI double, and Torres had a big game here. They needed Ronnie Torres. What a, what a stud that guy's been. 6-5, and then... Bottom of the third at 6-6 six, six all of a sudden because Aaron freaking Nola. Now, the Phillies would break it open in the six with aforementioned our guy, Ronald Torres. Bomb, you know, just kind of twists on one, able to muscle it out of the park. Made at 7-6, and the Phillies never looked back. As a, a RBI double from Hoskins would make it 8-6. As sack fly in the seventh, 9-6. Then the Hoskins' second homer in the seventh made it 12-6, and then Luke Williams double made it 13 to 6, and they never looked back. And shout out to the bullpen because the bullpen did shut it down. Uh, the bullpen, you need, you need seven and two thirds innings from the pen. Ranger Suarez, two and two thirds shutout. Connor Brogdon, a shutout inning. Jose Alvarado, a shutout inning. Archie Bradley, a shutout inning. David Hale, a shutout inning in a very low leverage inning for Hale. Um, so shout out to the bullpen. It came through and they needed it. Uh, but, you know, the real story outside of winning the game, the story of this game is Nola and what a just unbelievably horrendous performance it was nola coming off that last outing which was a great one you know the seven nothing win over the yankees riding high uh goes seven and two-thirds of shutout baseball nine strikeouts just had it the ball was moving it was dancing the the fastball command was there and then we see him come out in san francisco and and just get pummeled two and a third inning he only makes it two and a third gives up six earned runs six hits three walks and two and a third Six hits, three walks in two of the third. Six, Aaron only throws 66 pitches. It was the shortest outing of Aaron Nola's career. Nola now a 4-2-2 ERA on the season. Um, and it's a problem. I mean, let's call it like it is. Aaron Nola's been bad. You know, outside of that last outing, if you take out uh, that last start where he went seven and two-thirds shutout, uh, you go the other ones prior to that just in the month of June, two and a third, six runs in this past one. Then uh, against Atlanta, five innings, four runs. Uh, and we know it was not sharp in that one. Then in Cincinnati, five innings, three runs. That was a 17-3 to game. So he gets the win, but not a great outing from him. They kind of won in spite of him. Um, had that outing at home against, or excuse me, in Miami, uh, six innings, one run. They lose the game, but, but uh, it was a ugly six innings, one run. He didn't look great. Then prior to that against Boston, five innings, Four, five runs, four earned. Six and two-thirds, three uh, three runs. Four innings, five runs. Like, Aaron Nola's been bad for a, a while here now um, and is certainly having his worst start to the season in a while. And and the big thing, and we've talked about it, but it, it seems to keep cropping up, is Aaron Nola on the road has been an, an abject disaster. Um, yet again, you know, that last outing at home, this one on the road and just can't, can't seem to to get success. So for comparison's sake, this season, Aaron Nola has pitched 43 and a third innings at home and 42 innings on the road. So basically the exact same amount of innings. He has pitched one and a third more innings at home than on the road. So 43 and a third at home, 42 on the road. He's allowed 12 runs at home. He has allowed 28 runs on the road in basically the same amount of innings. So... Uh, ERA-wise, that is an ERA at home of 2.49 and an ERA on the road of 6. 
Aaron Nola's rodeo is six. One more time in 42 and the th- uh, 43 in the third innings at home, 12 earned runs, 42 innings on the road, 28 earned runs. I don't know what's going on. I don't. This is um, shocking. And it's really been the last couple seasons Nola has, has struggled on the road more so, and, and more so just in a macro sense. I mean, look, we talk about it all the time. This Phillies team isn't good enough for the deficiencies they have to not make up for another ways. They're too bad a defensive team to not hit better, right? And they are too bad a they are not talented around enough for them to not be carried by their big three. You know, what we've learned over the first month plus of the season, two months plus, excuse me, of the season, two and a half months of the season, is that the top three guys are the biggest thing you should be able to count on on this team in Wheeler, Eflin, Nolan. Wheeler's been the only one who's delivered. We'll get to Eflin yesterday, sir. was was Brutal, abysmal. He had a horrible one yesterday, too. It's not just Nola. It's Eflin, too. But um, Nola, you expect more from. I mean, coming into the season, there's no question. He was the ace, right? I mean, you know, Eflin was the three, much less the one. Wheeler is clearly the one now. We know that. But um, it's really, uh, it's been a massive, massive disappointment for Aaron Nola. And, you know, he always turns it around. He always figures it out. But doesn't seem to have it so far this season when needed and certainly on the road. And and this is going to be a big storyline to watch. Like, the Phillies need Aaron Nola desperately, and uh, and he has not been giving it to them. He has not been somebody you can count on. And if he's not going to be that, they're they're in trouble. I mean, that's a that's a potential, you know, ain't going to work out type of situation for this team if if Nola's not going to give him more. So, watching Nola now he develops through the month of June and in July, the rest of June into July is going to be one of the big storylines for this team. And whether they are going to be buyers, and we'll get into that, you know, down the road more tomorrow, all that stuff, but. Buyer seller thing coming up. I mean, look, we're a little over a month away from the trade deadline. It's already June 21st, uh, July 31st trade deadline. Not far away. So this next month is going to be the decision maker. How this team plays, are they in it on whether they should add or, or subtract from this team? And it's going to be fascinating. And, and look, Aaron Noll is going to play a big role. And they just they just need more from him. He has been a massive disappointment. All right. Uh, heading into Sunday's game, the Phillies make some. Roster move, Matt Joyce back to the I.L. with a lower back strain. Andrew Knapp also placed on the concussion I.L., uh, hopefully okay. Uh, Matt Veerling and uh, and Raphael Marchand get called up. Veerling in the lineup on Sunday. Um, batted on Saturday as well, pinch hit single. Um, Marchand called up, so we'll see. That makes sense from that perspective, obviously. If, uh, if Knapp is out, you're going to need that backup catcher. Um, so some roster moves heading to Sunday. Then we get to Sunday's game, and, and you know, not a ton to say about it, just a uh, a real disappointing showing from the Phillies. Phillies lose eleven to two. It wasn't particularly close, pretty much all game. Um, like we said before, it started out bad, and that was it. They did not have the Oduble homer to start. Yastrzemski still hit the two-run homer in the first inning. Same exact blueprint as the game before. Lamont Wade gets on, and Yastrzemski hits a two-run shot over the right field portion of the water. There, uh, did it again. But this case, it would be enough. As uh, then Flores would homer in the first two. Wilmer. 3-0 Giants. Then the Phillies, uh, Romito, a, a shot to center field, a homer. As Romito, the, uh seemed like the Phillies showed up to play was 3-4 for four with a uh, a homer, a double, and a single. Had a nice game, uh, two RBI, one run scored. Obviously, uh, the RBIs for the team. The shame was that uh, that was it. Uh, they got one other hit. Matt Veerling got a single for them, and that was it. Four hits all game. Only one walk again, as they are not walking either. Um, but they get completely shut down by a guy I had not really known much about or heard of coming in. Sammy Long goes six innings, two runs, six strikeouts. He gives you the start you wanted Nola to have. Or in this case, Evelyn 
as uh, you know, as much as the offense didn't show up, and they didn't. Four hits. There is no excusing that. Three of them from one guy, so no one showed up, and which is again a disappointment in this spot for this team where you need them to win this game. But you know, look, uh, pitching didn't hold them up either. Eflin was horrible. Five innings, six earned, seven runs for Eflin, nine hits in five innings. Didn't walk anybody, so that's something I guess. But he was horrible. Spencer Howard comes in after him. He was horrible too. An inning, two thirds, two runs. Um, both just didn't have it whatsoever, didn't have it at all. Um, really just an incredibly disappointing showing from this pitching staff, from this team out there in this game, the last game of the series. You expect them to show up, and again, for them to have four hits, for Zach Eflin to just get roughed up, um, it was a really disappointing series closer. It really was. It was, uh, in my opinion, just a massive disappointment from this team. And again, that's what they do on the road. You know, this is a... Uh, this game is kind of emblematic of, of what this team has been and who they are. You know, that they, they come close. They'll, they'll do just enough, but they can't get over the hump. And this game was that hump game. You know, the can you actually win a series on the road against a, a really good team, a team with the best record in baseball? You had a chance. You're 1-1 going into the rubber game, and you've got theoretically the better pitcher on the hill. Zach Eflin versus Sammy Long, Sammy Long is an advantage for the Phillies and – it wasn't. It wasn't yesterday. It didn't end up being advantage. It wasn't what the Phillies needed, and they lost. And, you know, again, I know I said it before, but I'll say it again. Until this team proves that they can win on the road with any sort of consistency, any sort of mediocrity on the road. I'm not even asking for, for you know, a, a great road team. We're just talking go 500. They're 10 games under on the road. Just be mediocre on the road and you can have a chance. Your great home record can carry you if you can find ways to to be mediocre on the road, and they can't even do that. And again, look, I I could step back and realize that the Giants and the Dodgers on the West Coast is not the easiest of matchups. That is a tough six-game stretch. I get it, but you always want to be a playoff team. You know, you got to find a way to come home 500 after that stretch. Come home at 500 after that stretch, and they couldn't do it. They lose 4-6, and that's what's so frustrating is this team just can't seem to get over the hump with certain specific things and and winning on the road is clearly one of them you know they they just can't seem to muster it up can't seem to you know get over that hump again the Phillies on the road are 13 and 23 13 and 23 on the road it is a it's a disappointment and it's a shame because you know, again, it is wild when you look at this that the that the Phillies are in the division they're in. We had talked so much about what a disaster it was. The NL East, it's so hard to compete in the NL East. They're incredibly lucky they're in the NL East. NL East is the only team in baseball without a 40-win team. The Giants are 46 and 26. So if the Phillies were in the NL West, they would be 11 games back. 10 and a half, something like that. And they're only four back of the Mets right now. You know, if they were in the same division as the uh, Houston Astros, who are forty-three and twenty, they'd be like eight back. Or you know, same thing with the White Sox. Same thing with the NL East. Uh, excuse me, the AL East. Um, the NL Central, the only one that's kind of close. They're forty and thirty-two, so uh, basically the same winning percentage as the Mets. It's the NL Central and the NL East, the two teams. And the NL Central at least has four teams at five hundred or better, whereas the NL East has one team better than five hundred in the Mets. So. Um, the Phillies are incredibly lucky they're in the division they're in. It is flipped around. We thought it was a, a detriment. It is it is incredibly lucky. So that's the reason they're still in this. But if they're going to really be in it, they have to start doing something now. As, you know, We look at the NLE standings. The Mets in first at 36-29. and 29. 
Um, 20 and 7 at home. They too have struggled on the road, 16 and 22, just not quite as bad as the Phillies, 13 and 23 on the road. And that's the difference, really, when you look at the records. Uh, but the Phillies are two back in the win column, six back in the loss column. That makes it four total. And obviously, make some of that up this weekend as a you know, big, 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 big series against the Mets. So they are four back in the Mets. The Phillies at 34 and 35. The Braves surgeon are only one game back of the Phillies. And so are the Nats. The Nats, all of a sudden, have won a few. The Nats have won eight of their last 10. Eight of their last 10, including two in a row. And now they're only a game back of the Phillies, which makes this series coming up now as they have off day today, then Tuesday, Wednesday against the Nationals here in Philly before going up to New York for the four-game series makes that a pretty damn big series all of a sudden. This is some big stuff. So um, it's bunching up. And then the Marlins at 31 and 40 are eight back. They are four back of the Phillies, eight back of the Mets. So division's tightening. You know, Mets four up on the Phillies, then, then the Braves and Nats are just one game back of the Phillies. So... Just a massive series this week coming up. As uh, you know, we'll dive into the schedule a lot more tomorrow. Looking ahead to these these massive games this week because the off day today, re- re- relax, react to the weekend, and look ahead. But um, this is massive. As we head into the All Star break, this next month is going to make or break the Phillies. They again have two off days this week. So from that perspective, there is no reason to say they're not rested and ready to go coming off the West Coast trip. But a big week of baseball off day then. Tomorrow and uh, Wednesday at home, Wheeler and Velasquez going. Uh, and then you get to the weekend, and it's, uh, again, four games set against the Mets. You get an off day on Thursday, and then it's a doubleheader Friday. Then Saturday, Sunday, and you get Nola Howard, Eflin Wheeler. So you, know, you need your boys to bring it. You need your boys to bring it. Just a massive set of baseball games. We'll look forward again to that more coming up, but just a huge week coming up. Um, with four big ones on the road, too. So um, Phillies need to find a way to start winning them on the road. Uh, Big one. We will preview it tomorrow. We'll look into the Nationals, the Mets, all that, and a whole lot more. So until then, have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.